It's tragic, really. Shirley, are you here? We all have a story. We are contacting 911 for you. A dark secret wrapped in emptiness and regret. Quite frankly, I'm glad I did it. You know. They took her life. They just can't prove it. The Toll. There are so many layers to the story of Shirley Jane Rose, and we don't want you to miss any of it. The story keeps unfolding. So here's an additional look at The Toll. Shirley Jane Rose was abducted in Springfield, Missouri in 1975. Shirley's body was later found in a shallow grave by a lake north of the city by some men checking on their beaver traps. She'd been strangled with her blouse. No one has ever been charged for her murder. A few minutes into the interview with Springfield police, Lieutenant Cully Wilson threw out two names, suspects, the only names he threw out, and it wasn't Steve or Chris Fletcher as featured in The Path Back Home. Steve was a suspect by police and throughout the community his entire adult life. Both brothers were interrogated by police in the days following Shirley's disappearance. The lead detective thought he heard the brothers confess, but couldn't prove it. But these aren't the men we're talking about here. These are two different men who were arrested and questioned. It's the names that were beeped out in episode one. From what I can piece together, the men attended a local Bible college, and one of them had a car matching the description of what may have been seen near Shirley during her walk. I found one of the men, initial suspects, with the help of a private investigator. He's in his 60s, divorced, no violent crimes, has really lived his life under the radar, and he was close. Springfield Lieutenant Cully Wilson, who has been our point person on this cold case, says the man I found was the one who had a car matching the description. And in 1975, this guy freaked out and went to the police station to tell officers he didn't do it. He wanted to clear his name. He was arrested, and so was his friend. They were later released. I made a few trips to his house. Would knock. No luck. I was terribly nervous the first time, just wanting to get it over with the second time. And any time after that... I just found myself annoyed. But then, on a Sunday night at 8.35, as the sun was setting, I was there, in front of his house, the lights on. And that nervousness was back, with a vengeance. He was in there. It was a knock away. Deep breath. Here I go. Cicadas were out in full force. Ah! (laughs) It turns out I'm not fond of them. He has a heart condition. His shirt was off and he had some kind of monitor hooked up to his chest with a cord that he was dragging with him to the front door. He had piercing blue eyes and kept staring at me. He didn't look away, shift his eyes straight on me, except the part where he looked at the mailbox. Our technical producer, Kat, had this to offer. What if he has some kind of mental disability? Okay, I could see that fitting here after meeting him. What if he saw this on the news and felt compelled to go clear his name? What if his buddies were giving him a hard time teasing him about going to prison? And again, he felt compelled to go tell police he didn't do it. I don't know. podcast company and it's called the toll do you know what a podcast is 
Yeah? Well, How I do you know my name? Oh. <laughs> For starters. Anyway, I'm doing um, a story, and I wanted to know if you would listen to my story first. I don't get what... <laughs> so I'm doing a story about a murder that happened here. A what? A murder that happened many, here many years ago. Mm -hmm. And I've gotten through several sources that, unfortunately, you were questioned in that. And I... Is that not true? What? Who are you? <laughs> my name is Nancy Simpson. How'd you find my Simpson? Mm -hmm. how, how do you know where I live? Well, investigations, investigative reporting. I'm a reporter, and I'm doing a story about a murder that happened here 44 Who years ago. Murdered? Her name was Shirley Jane Rose. Do you know anything about that story? I don't know who you are. I don't think I... What's... This sounds spooky. Okay. Can I give you my card? I guess. Okay. So, I got from police and other sources that, unfortunately, you were arrested for that investigation. But I know that you were never charged, and I truly believe you had nothing to do with it. And I just wondered if you would talk to me about your story. I don't know what in the world you're talking about. I okay. think you better leave. Okay. Can I leave you my card? I guess. Okay. If you change your mind, you can reach me here. Thank you. You have a good night. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's not going to work out. Jay and I, through our radio stations, had an assignment in Branson and rode down there together. And that's where he heard this visit for the first time. Okay, so the guy who was suspected in Shirley Jane's murder and arrested and questioned by police, I walked up to his house, right? Okay, knocked on the door and you listened to the tape. What do you think? Yeah, this is the first time I just heard the tape for the first time. I knew you had gone by his house, uh, but I just got to listen to it. The audio's <laughs> thrilling, if you ask me. Really? Cicadas suck. I don't like them at all. Uh, but yeah, the audio is amazing to me because let me tell you something he does not say. No, I didn't do that or have any part in it. Never. He never says anything about not having anything to do with it. He shakes, he says something and he shakes his head like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like or, I, it, uh, maybe he says, I don't know what you're talking about. He in there, just but, keeps saying, I don't know who you are. But he does know that because you told him several times. Yeah, I told him a couple times who I am. But he never, he never wants to address the other part on any level. He just says, I don't know who, I don't know what this is. Well, let me tell you again what this is. But he never says, like, I had nothing to do with it, and I don't want to be bugged anymore. He just doesn't want to talk to you. But he never says, like, leave me alone, I didn't do it. I can guarantee you I would make that point clear. I don't want to talk to you, but I did not do this, and that's why I don't want to talk to you. Oh, yeah, I would totally say that, too, now that you say that. That would be an absolute part of what I would say, for sure. And I just think that's really weird that he never, he not only never said it, but he's hung up on this other question of who you are, even once he knows. He, I don't know. I, there's something there to me. I like when he says, this is spooky. <laughs> what do you think about that? It's I mean, just a weird word to use. It is a weird word to use because on one level I get it. Like if anybody knocks on my door, period, 
they're a terrible person. Like one time a Jehovah's Witness knocked on my door and I was so mad at them. So I kind of get it of like, I hate everyone that knocks on my door, but to use the word spooky is a very strange word choice. Do you think I'll go back? That's what I was trying to think of, of if you should go back or how, but I do think we should try one more time, but I don't know how. I think I should try one more time too. And I'm not sure, I'm not sure he has a computer. I don't think he would ever call me. And I don't know that he has a computer. So I think face to face would have to happen. And that's, it's kind of spooky, Jay. (laughs) Right. And I have, I do have a small hope that he gets in contact with you as far as problem is he'll probably never hear the podcast it'll probably never even get into his world but i'm hoping that eventually down the line some people want to talk that wouldn't talk before we release it i think some people will come out of the woodwork i don't think this is him yeah probably not (laughs) he had like a gray curvy curly kind of long hair and like these piercing piercing blue eyes he was just in a scowl the whole time just staring at me who are you how do you know where I live? How do you know my name? And at one point, I literally just pointed the mailbox. I mean, he has his whole full name on there and the address that he's handwritten and taped on the mailbox. And I just pointed to the mailbox. He goes, oh. <laughs> the Toll Podcast, The Path Back Home, is a production of The Toll LLC. Reproduction or use of any part of this podcast without the express permission of The Toll LLC is prohibited. Get updates from our website, thetollpodcast.com. If you feel the toll, review it, like it, and share it. Thank you.